Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash, am I the butthole where a woman tries to take money from a dead child? Will I be the butthole if I change my Wi-Fi password, making it impossible for a kid to not be able to attend her classes? I live in a not-so-well-off area. I'm not well-off by any means, but I do have a Wi-Fi connection. My Wi-Fi has a four-device limit. It's the cheapest plan they have. My neighbors have a 12-year-old daughter who has attended online classes. I know her well because she comes over fairly often to hang out with my daughter since they're friends. Her name is Shania. Shania's parents told me that they can't afford Wi-Fi, so she asked me if she could use mine. I agreed and said that the only condition was that she has to study super hard and do her best. She agreed and she's been using my Wi-Fi for a while. Over the past two months, I've been finding it hard to use my Wi-Fi. The web portal for the Wi-Fi says that four devices are constantly connected to it when all I'm using is my phone and my daughter is using her laptop. Sometimes, my daughter can't connect to her own classes and ends up using data. I asked Shania about it last week, and she said that her parents forced her to tell them the password and that they'd been using it. I went and spoke to her parents about it and said that the Wi-Fi is only for her to be able to attend classes. They said they'll stop using it, but over the week, four times my daughter's classes got interrupted because there were multiple devices trying to use it. Yesterday, Shania told me that our other neighbors also have the password and are also using it, that her parents gave it to them. I went and warned the parents again, threatened to change the password, but they made false promises again and shut their door. I changed the password and gave Shania the new one, but her parents forced it out of her again. My daughter's education needs to take priority. Her classes are important. I can't let her education take a back seat. But if I change it again and don't give Shania the password, her education will be affected. Will I be the butthole if I change the password and not tell Shania? OP, are you the butthole for not giving away something for free that you paid for? No! You get 0 out of 5 buttholes, and if you really want to support Shania's education, then whenever she comes over to hang out with your daughter, just manually put the password into her device. Then when she leaves, either erase the password from her device or change the password again. She can't tell her parents the password if she doesn't know the password. I think that's the best solution. It's a bit tedious to be sure, but that allows you to stick it to your neighbors without punishing their innocent daughter. Am I the butthole for telling my sister to stop using the word family on me like it's supposed to mean something? As stated in a previous post, I was kicked out at the age of 15 for being gay. From the age of 15 to 35, I had no contact with my family. Over the years, they've somehow managed to work their way back into my life, but only in a small capacity. My younger sister called me and asked me what me and my husband are doing for Thanksgiving. I told her that it was just us and we were going to have a nice dinner and probably watch TV for the night and go to bed early. She told me that she was making dinner and that we need to show up. I told her thank you, but this was the first set of holidays in 10 years that I didn't have to host and I was planning on staying home and just putting on a fresh pair of pajamas after a shower and not going anywhere. She then asked about Christmas and I told her the same thing. She then asked when would be a good time to get together. I told her point blank that I wasn't all that interested given our history and that I was perfectly happy with how things were going at this point. This was when she got pissed off and started to yell at me, saying that I need to start acting more like part of the family and that I need to let go of the past. She told me that we as family need to try and bridge the gap and move forward in a positive way. I told her, no, we don't. We hardly know each other. We are very much strangers. I also told her that she needs to stop throwing the word family around like it's supposed to mean something to me. When we started to talk again when I was 35 when our dad died, her and my brother constantly berated me. 
and told me that I need to just let them deal with everything that needed to be done, and I never disagreed with them. I told them that they could handle it. I was berated when our mother was sick for not visiting her in the hospital or when she was home. I really don't have that much of a relationship with my mom, and she's pretty much a stranger as well, so it didn't really matter. I threw everything back in her face. Before we hung up, she reminded me that it wasn't my husband's blood that runs through my body. And blood is thicker than water. I told her no, my husband's blood did not in fact run through my body, but his semen did, and that was clo- <laughs> and that was close enough. I thought my husband was going to wet his pants. So am I the butthole for telling my sister to stop using the word family like it means something? So I have an interesting little fact about this story. When people say blood is thicker than water, what they really mean is that family bonds are closer than any other bond. But the ironic thing is that the actual origin of the phrase is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. What that means is the blood that is shed in battle bonds soldiers more strongly than basic genetics. Which in this case is totally true. You can't just kick someone out of the house at the age of 15 and expect them to be closer to you than someone who actually loves and accepts them. And then Opie posted an update. My husband and I had such a great day. We had steaks on the grill, baked potatoes, steamed veggies, and a made-from-scratch pumpkin cheesecake. Tuesday and Wednesday, my mom and sister were tag-teaming me on Messenger all day until I reached my limit and finally answered my sister. She told me when they were planning on eating and that I needed to arrive earlier. I told her point-blank that I was not coming to dinner. Out of curiosity, I felt like something was wrong and I asked her why it was so important for me to come. It turns out, they had been telling some family members that I was going to be at dinner and that everything was okay and that I was part of the family again. This is important because many people from both my mom and dad's family have had nothing to do with me, but never completely approved of what my parents did to me. This was my breaking point. This put me over the edge, and I told them I was not going to cover for them and that this was the end of it all. It was their fault for creating this issue, and they'll need to deal with it on their own. I told her that I was done and to never contact me again. I ended the call and immediately blocked all communication. The level of anger that I feel towards them is at a point that I can't even describe. But at the same time, I feel relieved that they finally gave me a reason to terminate all communication with them. They're completely on their own. True to form, on Thanksgiving Day, my husband and I took showers, put on clean pajamas and watched movies all day and then ate dinner. And then back in front of the TV. OP, this one's pretty cut and dry. You get 0 out of 5 buttholes. You're basically just living your life free from people who are super toxic. Your sister gets 3.5 out of 5 buttholes for being selfish and cold. Your parents get 5 out of 5 buttholes for kicking their own child out of the house. Am I the butthole for giving my deceased son's college fund to his best friend instead of my nephew? This has been causing a conflict with my entire family, and they think that I'm being selfish and unreasonable. Let me explain first. I'm a 39-year-old man, and I lost my son in 2019 due to a chronic heart condition. He was 15 years old. It was devastating, and I just couldn't take it, especially when my family did little to nothing to support me during these difficult times. They didn't bring my son meals when he was at the hospital. They didn't let me go home and rest even for a few hours. They didn't take care of other things when I had a lot to deal with. I wasn't offered any help, just words. They just talk and do nothing. Despite the struggle, I created an account for my son's college fund and kept adding to it whatever I could at the time, and me and my son would talk about that a lot. He was depressed, but always believed that he was going to get better and continue his education and attend college. 
I started saving money to keep him motivated and to make him feel like he could be like any other kid with hopes for a good future. He had a very close friend that's about the same age as him. They were friends for five years, and I can't express how his presence in my son's life helped him through the worst days. Sometimes, his friend would spend the night with us and try to get my son to do activities and lighten up his mood all the time. To be frank, his friend was closer to him than his own family. He never stopped visiting and asking how I'm doing after my son's death. He'd show me handmade projects he made for my son, and as a way to remember him, we'd sometimes just sit and talk together or cry together. Last week while I was with my family, my sister asked me what I was going to do with my son's college money. I didn't want to mention this, but since she asked, I told her that I would be giving the money to my son's friend. She was confused and said that her son deserves that money since he's family. My mom agreed that I wasn't thinking straight and that I should help the people close to me, my family, and that my nephew has a right to go to college. And I was wrong for giving away this opportunity to someone else. I didn't know what to say and they kept pointing out that I was making a mistake and how my nephew will resent me if he finds out. The thing is, my nephew wasn't close to my son so I don't know why he'd even be bothered. My sister went on about not being able to afford my nephew's college and I told her this was my decision and I felt more comfortable this way. She started lashing out, constantly texting me and constantly wanting to talk and we just ended up arguing. After I snapped, she had my mom calling me, basically guilt-tripping me and telling me that I'm wrong and I need to think about this. It's just too much pressure and I'm feeling lost and unable to figure out how to deal with this. Down in the comments, I'm going to read this post from Who Fears Death. Not the butthole. Ask her what her plan was for her son's college if yours hadn't died and tell her to do that. You aren't obligated to do anything whatsoever with that money that you don't want to do. I agree, OP. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes, and I'm giving your family members 3 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for being completely honest to my biological parents about how my childhood was really awful? I was given up for adoption right after I was born. Unfortunately, my adoption didn't work out, and I grew up in foster care until I turned 18. I'm now 19 and in college. In February, I got a Facebook message from a man claiming to be my father. We messaged back and forth, and while I kept a lot of my childhood details private, we did make plans to meet him and my mother. They weren't married to each other, by the way. When I got to the restaurant, I was very shocked and honestly upset to find that my father and mother had brought their spouses, as well as their children, to surprise me. My father's mother, so my grandmother, was also there. I was already feeling very emotional about the whole thing, and seeing everyone there didn't help. So I sat through an hour of listening to them sharing all about their lives while I fake smiled through everything. Honestly, I felt very jealous that they had kids that they really loved and how they all had really happy lives after ditching me. Then they started asking about me and my parents and how my Facebook gave very little away about my life. I basically lost it and started crying like a little kid and told them how awful my adoptive parents were and how awful my foster life was. I was pretty snarky and sarcastic when I said I'm glad their lives worked out for them because mine sure as hell didn't. I couldn't stop crying and my father had to drop me off back home. He was very apologetic. I feel awful about it. I made my mother and father cry at the restaurant. They were really nice people. I got a few messages from my mother and father separately where they've been apologizing and asking if they could make it up to me. My mother, in particular, seems really upset by everything, and I hate that I may have messed up her happy life. Her last message basically said that she's been unable to sleep and wants to see me again. I've been ignoring their messages and just been focusing on school instead. Am I the butthole? Maybe I should have been more honest before the meetup. 
down in the comments. I'm going to read this reply from Leif Pankowski. Not the butthole. You have a right to your life. And they've probably spent the last 19 years clinging to the idea that you had a better life than they could give you. Being hit by the reality that their happiness is now built on the opportunities they had by condemning you to misery has probably hurt them quite a bit, but that's not your fault. Yeah, and what's up with them ambushing you in a restaurant like that? They abandon you as a baby and then show up after 19 years and essentially ambush you with your extended family? That should have been a very personal, intimate, child-to-parent-to-parent conversation. But instead they bring your half-siblings, the kids that they didn't abandon. Like, how did they expect that to make you feel? I mean, I can't really criticize the parents for giving you up for adoption because I don't know what the situation was for them at the time. All that being said, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes OP. I'll give your parents 1 out of 5 buttholes for ambushing you in a really insensitive way, but I can't really give them more because maybe giving you up for adoption was the right call. I mean, for all we know, maybe when they had you, they were both addicted to meth or something, so they kinda had to make that choice. Just remember, OP, their guilt isn't your fault. Am I the butthole for not punishing my daughter for mocking her cousin? My wife and her younger sister are best friends. As a result, when our middle daughter and her cousin were born around the same time, my wife really expected them to also be best friends. With 16 years of hindsight, I can say with certainty that the expectation was misplaced. Nothing happened in particular. My daughter just doesn't like her cousin. My wife keeps pushing the relationship. This includes making my daughter spend time with her cousin during family gatherings, inviting her cousin on trips, and forcing my daughter to call her. We're pretty sure that I'm the favorite parent, a fact that keeps my ego well inflated. And therefore, my apathy towards the situation is not well received by my wife. From my perspective, this isn't important, and I do not possess the ability to make two teenagers become friends. Also, I'm pretty sure that trying to push this kind of knuckle-headed stuff makes kids not want to speak to you. This is where I'm probably the butthole. Yesterday, my wife forced my daughter to video call her cousin. My daughter rejected the request and my wife told her, Unless you have a valid reason for disliking your cousin, you will do this because we're family. The call occurred. This morning, we awoke to my daughter's PowerPoint presentation titled, Valid Reasons to Dislike My Cousin. Using, <laughs> using clips from the Zoom call, segments included, Why is my cousin's voice so grating? A music theory approach. A case study. Conversations that provide no value and rethinking the idea that there are no dumb questions. With the benefit of a couple of hours of hindsight, it was a very cruel takedown of her cousin's entire personality. My wife was furious. My eldest daughter and I lost our minds laughing. My wife is demanding I support her in punishing my daughter for bullying her cousin. I've refused because I feel this whole situation wouldn't have occurred if she didn't push the relationship, but I'm starting to have second thoughts because it was very mean. Am I the butthole? So, I think just about everyone in this story gets at least like 1 out of 5 buttholes. Your daughter gets 1 out of 5 buttholes for being mean, but on the other hand, your wife literally was asking for it. Your wife gets 1 out of 5 buttholes for trying to force her daughter to be friends with someone who she clearly doesn't care about. You get 1 out of 5 buttholes for not backing up your wife and by supporting your daughter in bullying her cousin. So basically everyone's just being a little bit mean here, but at the same time, I really understand why each person in this story did what they did. You want everyone to live their own life, your wife wants everyone to get along, and your daughter just wants to live her own life separate from the cousin. 
So I can't really begrudge anyone in this story because they're just following their own personality. But yeah, everyone's just being a little bit of a butthole here. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this podcast, then be sure to follow me because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.